Hello and welcome back, friends of the fellow cast. You are listening to our series called Healing 101. This is episode t- number 10, uh, which is part three of our victories element, victories angle, as I've explained in previous episodes. If you've missed any of them, please go back and listen to the last at least four or five episodes and you'll be caught up very quickly to, uh, as to what we are talking about here today. And before I jump into today's uh, last two elements of this victories angle that we're looking at why we do and why we don't always see people healed when we pray for them, I want to just uh, touch back on something that I mentioned in the last session uh, in, in, with regards to feeling the anointing. I think I maybe missed something in there when I, when I thought about it afterwards, when I realized that we often look at feeling the anointing just on the part of the person praying. Uh, for the, the the sick person. But I didn't mention the fact that often the person who gets prayed for feels the anointing. Uh, many times when you pray for someone, the feeling of the anointing um, is upon the person who gets the miracle, who gets the healing, who gets the, the who receives the prayer. They might feel heat on their knee or they might feel uh, a, a, a profound sense of peace um, coming over them. So Oftentimes, the ones that are that are most general in uh, that I've experienced, at least, would be a, a real deep sense of peace, and I would definitely ascribe that to feeling the anointing of God, and then also feeling heat or sometimes like an electricity vibration kind of feeling on the area that is being prayed for. So that's just something to to remember when we talk about um, the principle of feeling the anointing. So today I want to finish off this uh, victories angle with the next two um, principles. And the first one would then be the principle of sin. Let's maybe just say the principle of sin in our lives or sin in the life of the person um, wanting the miracle, wanting the healing. Now, it, it is clear from Scripture. Remember, we use Scripture as the foundation for all our teachings. We can't uh, look at our worldviews or anything, even our experience, they cannot trump uh, what the Bible teaches. These things, our experiences, our worldviews need to be aligned with what Scripture teaches. So sometimes Jesus actually did say to people when he, pray, when he healed them, your sins are forgiven. We don't see that happen in every instance, but at least twice I will pull out um, in this session just for, for time's sake, um, we read about him calling on the sin or referring to the sin that eventually leads to the person being healed, the, the forgiveness of their sin. So in Mark chapter 2, where you, can read, you can go read it from verse 3 onwards. Uh, we read about that paralytic man being, being uh, lowered through the roof by his friends. And Jesus then says to him, son, your sins are forgiven. Uh, that's in verse number five. It says, son, your sins are forgiven. And then we know how the scribes and the Pharisees, they were kind of grumbling. And Jesus knew their thoughts by maybe overheard them. Uh, but it seems as if Jesus uh, in his spirit, it says, Jesus understood in his spirit that they were reasoning like this within themselves. And then they were kind of upset with the fact that he can forgive sins. They weren't too bothered about him healing the sick, which it seems today people have more of an issue with someone being able to heal the sick than someone being able to forgive. So they, they were stuck on the thing that how can he forgive sins? And he said, well, just so that you know that I am the son of God, um, I'll tell him to get up and be healed. And so that you know that his sins are forgiven as well. So this man was forgiven of his sins which led to his healing, which means sin could have been the cause for his physical condition. 
The second example is in John, John chapter 5, and I'll quickly turn there just for, for reference sake. Um, from ver- you can go read from verse 1 all the way to verse 14. Um, but I want to just jump all the way at the, at the end to verse 14 where it says, John chapter 5 verse, uh, chapter 5 verse 14, it says, After this, Jesus found him in the temple complex, and he said to him, See, you are well. Do not sin anymore so that something worse doesn't happen to you. So clearly Jesus refers to his sin being able to cause him to be sick again. Now, whether he was sick because of his sin before, I cannot confirm or deny. But I do believe the fact that Jesus refers to his sin as an issue that could cause him to be sick in the future means that sin can play a role in someone being sick. Now, again, remember, these are principles, not laws. So for me, faith and repentance do play a role in instances of healing. I've, I've, I can only recall twice where by the means of a word of knowledge. Now, word of knowledge for me was something dropped in my mind or in my heart that I needed to ask a person a question about sin. Now, uh, when I say something, I, I believe the Holy Spirit prompted me, uh, showed me something about this person that I couldn't have known possibly. It wasn't just a shot in the dark, l- like, uh, you know, ticking the boxes, going through the principles and saying, well, maybe there's some, some sin in their life and that would get them healed. No, it was a clear word in my heart to ask the person uh, very specifically about a person that they needed to forgive. And as they did that, they were healed. The physical pain left their bodies. Um, but again, this isn't something to be complicated because for me, we do not. We, uh, repentance is an easy thing to do. It, it's a free thing to do. You don't need a special kind of faith to repent. In fact, we only need as much as a mustard seed to accomplish most of what what uh, Jesus calls us to. But it says, if we ask, one John one nine says, if we ask Him to forgive us, He will. He is faithful and righteous and just, and He will f- cleanse us of all unrighteousness. He will forgive us. That's a promise. So again, it shouldn't be something that's made a complicated thing. You have to jump through the hoops before you get healed. But it's something to take note of that there might be sin in someone's life that has kept them bound up in their physical ailment or disease that they're suffering with. But again, don't don't go through a tick box or list. Let the Holy Spirit reveal that to you and go, okay, um, as he has to me before, and I believe many other people have experienced this, but it's not a rule. Like I said, it's probably happened two times, maybe three times um, in, in my ministry to the sick. So, so don't make it something to just go, well, who do you need to forgive and your pain will go away? That's not how it works. It's a principle. The second one, which is then for today, and the last one, which is then um, the fifth one in, in our victories um, angle or perspective, is that the principle of compassion now, without having to hammer this in or labor the point, I think we all can think of scriptures where Jesus showed compassion and he did great miracles. He, he was, he was uh, driven by the compassion of the Father and he did these miracles. We see that in Mark chapter 6. I'll just, I'll just go through a couple of um, references. Mark chapter 6 verse 34 where he had compassion on the crowd and he began to teach them. Uh, we see it in Matthew chapter 15 uh, from f- verse 32 where he fed the 4,000. It was because he had compassion on them and he was moved to do this miracle. And then again in Matthew 14, which is actually before the feeding of the 5,000, which w- w- he healed the sick before he fed the 5,000. And he was also, uh, it was because of the compassion 
in his heart. Then I want to, I'm not going to mention all of them, but one that I really love, a story that I really, really love from Scripture where it just shows the heart of Jesus is in Luke chapter 7 um, from verse 13 where, well, it's actually from, from verse 11, but let me, let me read it to you. It says, Soon afterward, he was on his way to a town called Nine. His disciples and a large crowd were traveling with him. Just as he neared the gate of the town, a dead man was being carried out. His mo- he was his mother's only son, and, he was, and she was a widow. A large crowd from the city was also with her. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said, Don't cry. Then he came up and touched the open coffin, and the pallbearer stopped. And he said, Young man, I tell you, get up. The dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. I'm going to stop there, but that is such a beautiful story for me. This is Jesus going about his day, walking out of town, and he sees this procession or this crowd of people carrying out a coffin for the son to be buried. He sees the mom, and he, he has compassion on her, so much so that he would raise her son from the dead. Isn't that incredible? Now, again, for me, I can I can mention many examples where I feel compassion. Uh, you could probably put it in the same bracket as, as feeling the anointing. Um, but I do not rely on compassion um, for, for me to be able to heal a, a person who is sick. I do not have the amount of compassion that Jesus has. It is impossible for me to operate that way because I'm not Jesus. But I have the same Holy Spirit who lived in Jesus, now living in me, and I can rely on His compassion, which is so much greater than mine and all of you listening to this. All of our compassion um, combined will never amount to the compassion that Jesus has for those who are sick and broken, lost, for those He came to, to save and redeem. And that includes us. So to just, to just say to you, these are principles. These are um, things that we can rely on, but we should not rely on them. We can lean on them. Maybe I should phrase it, phrase it that way. I know the, the leaning on phrase is something that's pretty popular nowadays. But I do believe it's something that you, when you see the presence of any of these principles, when you, when you recognize any of these principles being uh, present when you are when you are ministering to a sick person, your confidence can go up. Um, your faith should be boosted. But again, do not be discouraged when they are not. Many many times I've prayed for sick people, not not seeing any of these principles in the room or even um, sensing them in myself or for myself or upon the person. But yet God is faithful. Remember, He has faith. He has compassion. He knows the sin in people's lives, yet He still loves them. He, he's got all these principles already built into, into who He is, His character. Um, he, he's the anointed person. He knows the anointing. He is the anointing. The Holy Spirit is the anointing. So we can fully trust in Him. So I just want to close off today's uh, episode with this again, that none of these laws are to be turned uh, sorry, not, none of these principles are to be turned into laws. So they are principles to guide us in our experience and expectation for healing. That is so important. Don't, don't let your experiences uh, guide your expectations. Let the Word of God, let, let the Spirit of God guide your expectation for healing. And so I want to bless you with that today. To, in the, we're going to finish off in the next couple of weeks with a series. And next week we, we're going to answer the question, why even pursue healing you know if 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 it's not as straightforward as you set it out to 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 be in the in the first couple of episodes you know when we've come to this place of 
you know, I do believe, but there's sometimes disappointments, there's sometimes victories. It doesn't feel like a sure thing. Why should I even pursue healing? And and I believe I've got a great answer for you next week. And I'm looking forward to share that with you. But for today, I want to bless you with this, uh, this word, this, uh, this uh, episode, these truths. And may it be truths for your life. And may you experience greater and greater increase in the ministry of healing through the love, the compassion, the faith, the anointing uh, of Jesus Christ. Bless you in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm.